Good afternoon! No, it's not. It is. I don't know, man. I don't know if I can go on like this. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's an emergency! <laughs> okay, today's March 13th. Friday, 2020. Friday the 13th. Yeah, ooh, spooky hours, you know what I'm saying? Even though yesterday was the worst day, oh. it wasn't even Friday the 13th. Retweet, retweet. Hey, everybody, if you're listening. You're alive! <laughs> you're, you're alive. <laughs> Not gone, taken away by the coronavirus. Uh, that's exactly what we're actually going to be talking about the entire segment. Because yeah, unlike our usual podcast where we have like multiple segments, there's only one thing that's going on in this country. Yeah. There's only one thing that you can't talk about now. And that's that COVID-19, baby. So let's just dive right into it. The NBA, uh, Commissioner Adam Silver recently great man i I love the i love the dude yeah recently suspended the rest of the 19 to 2020 season indefinitely so it's not completely just canceled for the time being all games and media personnel like all sorts of events the nba holds are suspended until further notice from the NBA commissioner Adam Silver himself. Yeah, he re- he released a statement yesterday, a letter to the letter to the people saying the minimum will be 30 days. So for sure, the month of March 2020 is going to go down as the worst month in sports history. It's it's tough that it had to happen. I mean, you know, thing life happens. We get that. I think I think Adam Silver is an amazing commissioner. My, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. No, no, no. Most definitely, much better than David Stern. Much more. Well, rest in peace, David Stern. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in to say that statement. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh man, 2020 has just been a shit show. Uh, sorry for all our, our chill, all the children that are listening, <laughs> but it really has been just not a great year. A train wreck. Um. I mean, this has been, we don't have been talk, awful. We don't have to talk about, you know, Kobe's passing. You know, all, may he rest in peace. Yeah, may he rest in peace. Uh, Juice World not too long ago, uh, earlier in the year, or I think that was December, but uh, him passing and Pop Smoke uh, passing away. Um, I mean, it's just been a horrible, horrible start to the year. Oh, most definitely. Nobody... It's funny because everybody had high expectations coming into the year. I know, everyone was like, 2020 is my year, man. Mm-hmm. And now we're three months in. Sports has literally died. There, there. I mean, it, it started with the NBA. Mm-hmm. Then the NCAA tournament was canceled, canceled. Then spring sports were canceled. Uh, then it was the NHL. Uh, the MLB said they're shutting down operations. They said even NASCAR. NASCAR was today. So NASCAR was so today. technically, I think I saw the WNBA is going to postpone as well. I mean, it'd only be right. I mean, that, then uh, ma- major league up. major league soccer, um, the Italian league, uh, oh. the Spanish league. Today, the um, 
the uh, Premier League in and the, the, XFL. In the UK, the XFL. I mean, you name it, it is shut down. Really, the only the thing, only even, thing even going esports, even some esport events, esport events like the bigger events. I mean, yeah. you can always play esports. I mean, except. The worst part about it, everything was shutting down, and then boom, Xbox Live went down yesterday. Couldn't really? even play my games. I mean, this has been the worst stretch of days I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Worst stretch of months, just to even like broaden that. Um, so we, the only the only league still going, the UFC. Oh yeah. Uh, I read I read online that Dana White, they're supposed to have UFC Fight Night. I don't know what number it is. UFC two forty eight mm-hmm. uh, in Brazil, which is interesting because one of the Brazilian members of the government, who was with President Trump, just <laughs> was diagnosed as coronavirus positive. Yeah, um, positive. But Dana White said, "We're gonna have it go." <laughs> wow. I mean, he said we're talk, built different. Talk about someone who is not afraid of the scrutiny. I mean, uh, I read online that he actually talked to President Trump and Vice President Trump, or Vice President Pence about it. And uh, after their phone call, he still decided he was going to go through with it and that uh, he believes in their league. So, I mean, kudos to him. It's going to give ESPN something to broadcast for one night. (laughs) (laughs) And then after that, who knows if ESPN is going to survive. I guess that's just Dana White trying to capitalize on the fact that nobody, like, there's no sports really even going on right now. So capitalizing on this moment where they'll probably get the most viewers because sports fans are just, you know, itching for, like, some competition again. But on... I mean, I know, know, I know. I I was reading on Twitter, people were excited to watch a NASCAR race this weekend. That's how desperate people are for sports. I was. I mean, I I looked on my uh, on my on my gambling app. The yeah. only thing today that I think I could look at gambling on was um, Australian soccer, uh, Mexican soccer, hey, um, cricket, and then I think um, maybe rugby was the other one. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's worldwide. That's that's the only thing going on right now. You know, thing with those sports is also they don't have as nearly as much, not just influence, but in terms of like crowd size compared to, yeah, the NBA. You know, because the Moda Center it fits up to nineteen thousand people. So imagine you know the difference between well, a rugby um, match and the Nuggets play in the Pepsi Center, right in yeah. Denver. Yep. Post Malone had a concert there last night. <laughs> so much for no. Uh, and Colorado's public spacing. I think a top five state with uh, in terms of coronavirus, uh, just just like one of the states that have you know coronavirus uh, patients. I think they're I think they're at least top ten, but I don't know for sure if they are top five. I'd have to pull up my handy dandy little thing real quick um colorado has 72 confirmed cases as of 
whenever this was published last. I can't remember. I'm for guessing sure. within the week of it, it, March 12th. I um I'll check the New York Times website. It was March 13th, updated March 13th. Yeah, March 13th, uh 2:42 Eastern Time, which is like 11. That was almost 3 hours ago. Yeah. So, as of then, um I mean Colorado's kind of a hotbed, so that was kind of an interesting thing that he had a concert with 18,000 people there last night. But this this virus, uh it's really it's really changing you know, our lifestyles right now. Like imagine uh, just not even the players or fans. Let's think about the employees, you know, that work. I thought, I thought I saw one um, Mark Cuban had a Mm. press conference. I thought was really cool. He said, what did he say? They were going to set up a package for anyone that was a hourly worker at the, uh, at the arena in Dallas. Um, I saw Kevin Love, was pledged donated, pledged, uh, pledged a hundred thousand dollars to anyone that works in the Cleveland arena. And then um right before that, uh the Cleveland Cavaliers organization actually decided to support their hourly workers, the ones who uh work around the arena during games, uh and still pay them even though as even though as though uh they were working. And I just think that's you. I think that when I when I see things like that, it's great to hear things like that. It really warms up my heart and makes even even though these owners are billionaires, and you know these the NBA players are making millions of hundreds of millions of dollars. It's good to hear that they still care about the people who kind of hold the organization together like glue. You know the people you see behind the scenes that help with the core help with the food preparation, even though beer is like $8 and I hope it was like $4. (laughs) Uh, Outrageous stadium food pricing. Oh yeah. We've talked about that before though. Yeah. I don't want to get into that. That just triggers me. So (laughs) I just want uh, real quick. I want to talk about some scenarios that we can think of with the league with the nba specifically because the nfl is done the xfl is you know the nfl actually said they're gonna go as planned i mean for them right now it's like free agency in the draft yeah draft isn't scheduled until and i think later in the month in april and it's usually uh, i thought it was may oh no it is april i think i think it's yeah it's later it's it's later april Mm -hmm. it was scheduled to be in vegas um super exciting i'm actually very excited if it actually goes through they were gonna have player the stage be on a water, uh, on like the, the Bellagio fountain. Yeah, and in the Bellagio fountains, and then they were gonna Ooh. have people boat people out to the stage, which I thought was a pretty cool, different then, idea. Yeah, they're gonna be exposed, yeah, to we'll, everybody on the street. We'll uh, we'll see if that goes as planned. Um, I know that free agency is supposed to start in the next couple weeks. I'm not for sure on the dates on that, and that'll give ESPN something to talk about. Can we yeah. just talk about the fact that ESPN, the network, is going to go through a really hard month? Oh, their stock is going to plummet dramatically, and they can't do anything about it. What at as this of, point of, they have to of, be? Uh, as of last night, their plan was just to run Sports Center for twenty four hours. Uh, I mean, that I, is. I mean, I guess horrible. you can. Horrible idea. Scott Scott Van Pelt can only do so much. 
<laughs> so we need, we need we need the legend Stuart Scott back. May uh, he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. That legend. He might be able to hold down the network for twenty four hours, but, but man, even then, I mean, you know, that's like. Well, think about think about when they do like the like fantasy football twenty four hour thing. Yeah. Like by the end of the twenty four hours, like all the people there are like drained, don't want to be there, are so tired. I wouldn't. Either. Matthew Barry just dies at the end of it. Yeah. And, and for them to do sports under twenty four hours, I mean, it's gonna probably be at least a couple hours of reruns, and like different people are gonna be on at different times. But like, we're looking at an unprecedented time. The month of March from now until whenever sports leagues decide maybe it's time to give it a chance to run back up, it's going to suck. It's going to be sad. And viewership is going to be at an all-time low. What can you do? So about the NBA uh, scenarios, like I was saying earlier, um, there's a couple things that have been running through my head. So one... uh, one thing Adam Silver might do is just to continue the NBA season in the following month, which is April. Now that sounds good at first, but you got to take into account. Usually it takes about two months from the end of the season to the end of the NBA finals. So if, uh, if the regular seasons you know, continued in mid-April, the regular season would finish all their games mid-May. So the start of the playoffs would be around late May, and the playoffs would, and then up until the finals, it would go until I believe uh, like late July. Which sounds okay until you bring up the Olympics. The Olympics isn't happening. It might. They. I mean, I, mean, I think they from, have I think from had... a standpoint right now, I think the odds the Olympic happens in the actual months of the summer are very, very low. Um, I think they might delay it maybe until like September to October-ish. And I think that would give – I think that would actually be perfect in my mind because – if you delay the NBA season by like a month or so, however long it may be, um, it would give the Olympics time to delay it as well. I think that you would then give players like a month off before they had to go get ready for the Olympics. I mean, most the NBA stars like to play in the Olympics. They didn't really love playing in the World Cup the last year because, well. Well, you saw superstars like, LeBron, Chris Paul, they didn't play in the Olympics. Um, well, uh, Chris Paul at the time was in still in the middle of his prime with when he was on the LA Clippers. He's not at this state. He's not at where he is now, obviously. But I see more of a players like Luka Doncic. Well. Not Luka Doncic because the Mavericks are in the playoffs. So I think the do you think, hypothetically do you think, speaking, do you think if the people US that wouldn't make the playoffs, do you think they would be more inclined to play in the Olympics and risk exposure if we are still dealing with potential virus still going on? Or do you? Think I mean, the would, virus is everywhere. It's. Or do you think we'd see like multi- college kids playing just because they didn't get to play in the tournament and? 
they were like, well, I can represent my country. I'm pretty sure you they can. They just pick NBA players because they're the most Well, I don't dominant. think I don't think NBA players would want to risk it at that point. I don't think rising college players would either because they have, they're just starting their future. Players like LaMelo Ball, RJ Hampton. I mean, it sounds good. It sounds great on paper, you know, win gold medal. If the 2020 Tokyo Olympics hypothetically didn't get uh, suspended and until like uh, the fall of this year, but I don't see that playing out. As as crazy as it sounds, I don't see it playing out. Younger younger kids wouldn't want to. Plus, they're more fearful. I mean, like, I if I was if I was a projected top ten pick in the NBA, and well, the draft is going to be before the Olympics, if I'm correct. Uh, is, most likely, yeah. Especially if they were to delay the Olympics, it would probably be before. Which uh, so that uh, what do you going think, on to um, my second uh, other scenario was if they decided to fuse, and this sounds crazy, which is probably like the least likely to happen of my scenarios is if they fuse the 2019 and 20 season with the following season, which is the 2020, 2021 season. I don't think that's hap- that will happen, but has a slight chance could possibly happen depending on if the Olympics, dis- uh, if the Olympic committee decide to go on and continue uh, with the Olympics, but you were saying the NBA Players Association wouldn't. Yeah, I personally agree to think that. that wouldn't happen because I think in this day and age, we're in such a player-controlled environment mm-hmm. where players want to be con- in control of their contracts, in control of where they want to go, what they want to do. I don't think that the Players Association would agree to a merge season between the two years. I think that that would possibly take away a year of control of players contracts and and it only give more power it give more power to to the, the owners. front office yeah uh, of, yeah and owners and stuff and like players that. aren't really about that nowadays players yeah. are more about i want to control my own destiny oh Which is I, good. I think it'd be interesting if you merge the seasons because you just drop the the trade deadline and you're like well trades can happen again from mm-hmm. now until whenever they would reverse the trade deadline to and you might see people over the summer trying to force their way out of situations that they don't want to be in. Like um, Bradley Beal. You might see him make a move. Or you might see an entire team turn on one player, a la Rudy Gobert. <laughs> yeah, let's let's actually talk about that a little bit. So Rudy Gobert, unknowingly, from his standpoint... Try, he tried to be a troll. He thought it'd be funny to, to troll the NBA by... Uh, after a shoot around, the new league requirements where you can only have press conferences in the press room, you couldn't do it like in the locker room or around the practice floor. And so he had to go all the way to the press room to do his press conference. Well, at the end of the press conference, he like jokingly waved his hands over the microphones and he was like, screw it. I'm going to take it to a whole new level. And he touched every microphone as like a joke. Yeah. And then, uh, I think it was a day after he was reported uh, questionable with an illness, 
and then now it came out that he tested positive for the coronavirus. I mean, not a great look. No, not not a great look at all. And if you think about it in this term, um, the NBA was debating having players play the games in arenas with absolutely no one in them except for essential staff and maybe potentially players' guests. Well, it just sounds bogus when he like on paper, you know. And then and then the the Utah Oklahoma City thing happens where. Um, Donovan Mitchell's on the court shooting around. Rudy Gobert is apparently not at the arena, but Emmanuel Moutier is also down with an illness. Not No one's sure what's going on. There's no real communication. Then, boom, they're like, okay, we got to send both teams to the locker room. And we get in this situation of, like, well, what's going on? It comes out Rudy Gobert's tested positive for the coronavirus. The Utah Jazz team is on lockdown. And it really forced Commissioner Silver's hand to – suspend the season because if one person has it it's gonna come out that there's probably gonna be at least a couple more and then since then donovan mitchell has reported positive i haven't heard anything about emmanuel moody i haven't heard anything about the rest of the jazz but i have heard uh other uh people have tested positive around the country and i mean this is a i mean it's just a crap show and I mean, Rudy Gobert's apologized since. He's been very apologetic uh-huh. since, but not a great look for him. No, not at all. Uh, whew. I don't. I, I honestly, I don't know what to make of this because there's nothing. Never been anything this like, severe. Exactly. Like when you know, when you thought of the swine flu. We no, all. No. I mean, we've all tried to kind of treated all these diseases as jokes. Like uh, like swine flu, uh, Ebola, SARS, Zika. All, all, we've always we've always thought of these things as like jokes because they've never truly affected the United States. Yeah, it's as never really. as thoroughly. And then we all kind of started to treat the coronavirus as a joke when it was like not really and in the United States, and now it's like it's like we're on killing. Well, it, it's it's killed people in the United States, but it it killed modern sports as we know it in the month of March. Yeah, it has forced a mass panic across the country and <laughs> i think it's like people are finally realizing like oh crap like i have to take this seriously this mm-hmm. isn't a joke anymore it's it's gone to the point where like we said earlier they canceled march madness the biggest arguably the biggest basketball tournament in i mean if you think about it world. more people more people tune into march madness than they do the nba playoffs yeah, most people watch maybe the NBA Finals, but they don't watch like every single game. Well, it makes as sense. thoroughly as people watch every right. single NCAA tournament game. Well, you know, it's because of the whole bracket situation. No, nobody. I think, ever I think the bracket situation is so much more exciting than watching the playoffs. Well, yeah, the NBA is more predictable. Like if if Giannis and the Bucks went against uh, eighth seed in the Detroit Pistons with their best player being Christian Wood, that is. Just not nowhere near the amount of talent any Buck starter is. You, it's it's easy. I think another interesting thing to think about um, with them delaying the NBA season a full month, potentially more Mm. injuries. We might be able to see some factors to teams that we didn't think were going to be a factor if the season ended when it was going to. Uh, potentially we could see 
the return of stars like Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson might come back this season now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if Golden State actually wants that since they've been tanking pretty much for the whole season. Yeah. And they're already eliminated from playoff contention. I don't know if they really love that. They might like play. It'd be interesting to see if Golden State could go full tank mode where they play Steph and Clay for the first half, get like a lead, and then just sit them for the whole second half and just let so, you know keep just so they warm. just so they keep losing games. Uh, but you might see like uh, a team like the Nets, who were presumed to kind of be out of it because both their stars and Kyrie and Kevin Durant uh, have been injured for most of the season. We might be able to see maybe potentially both of them return for this season. Um, you might see, but the only thing with the Nets is that they don't have a head coach, or which th- which makes it even more intriguing. People were like, "Well, we fired Kenny Atkinson because we didn't think we were gonna do anything, and we thought the season was kind of already over and lost at this point. And now we might need a coach to coach the team." Those see, Kyrie is a drama queen. Always has been, always will be. Yeah, uh, I think Go it's. On. I think. Uh, I mean, on this, the, on this podcast, I've been a Blazer, a Blazer supporter, yeah, a Blazer fanatic. You hear someone, that, Blazer so, fanatic? Yep, yep. <laughs> someone who who has tried to sit here and back the Blazers, believe in them. And you know what? I'm gonna double down. I say, <laughs> if this season gets delayed over a month, we might see a Blazers team at full strength. I think I think it was reported that potentially, if the season is down six weeks, we could see both. Zach Collins and Yusuf Nurkic come back. Yeah. Um, depending on how long the season gets delayed, we could see Rodney Hood. I mean, this could be a full strength Blazers team with, uh, I think, um, something like 16 ish, maybe more games to go. I don't know for sure. I'd have to look up the number on uh, how many games are left in the season for them. I think it wouldn't be that much. Considering we're mid March, I mean, I think a big, so I, say, I think know, a big advantage, a big advantage for teams like Memphis have been the fact that uh, you've seen teams like the Pelicans have been without Zion for most of the year. Uh, Portland has had so many injury problems so far this year. So the the Blazers are twenty nine thirty seven. Simple math, um, I think that's sixty six games. If I did the math correctly, I believe that's 66 games total, 82-game uh, season. So that's 16 games to go. Uh, they're currently um, – I'd have to look up this number as well. Give me a second. Bear with us, podcasting folk. Uh, so, yeah, they're currently three and a half games back of Memphis with 16 games to go. If we get a full, healthy Portland – team with uh, kind of a lackluster schedule down the, down the stretch, if I remember correctly, kind of a weaker-ended schedule towards the end of the year, I truly think the Blazers could get the eight seed. I will double down. I think the Blazers could do it. And on top of that, if they get all their size returning, that's a great matchup for them with the Lakers. I really think that could be a first-round upset again. I think you get size and Collins, size and Nurkic. Uh, you already have Hassan, who's a defensive stopper. You would also get a versatile wing and Rodney Hood back who can guard multiple positions. I think he did a great job last year of shutting down Jamal Murray in the playoffs. Mm-hmm, I, but- I truly think this would be 
the season of all seasons for the Lakers to get screwed. They were, I mean, think about this. The Lakers have been on such a big roll. I think they've won uh, like 10 of their last 11 games. They've been just killing it. Avery Bradley was all of a sudden on a tear. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've talked so much shit to Contavious Caldwell Pope and Avery and he's Bradley. Been, he's been making such a big return. I mean, you yeah. got Caruso's God. Yeah, Caruso's goat. <laughs> and and now all of a sudden, boom, the Lakers are getting derailed. This is the season of all seasons for the Lakers to get screwed out of a, a playoff series. As long as we don't go against the Clippers, I'm fine because – I, I know the Lakers, I feel like, are the much better team, but the Clippers have multiple defensive nightmares. I mean, the playoff P, can we, can we just take a moment? Yeah. Playoff Paul George yeah. be playoff horrible to watch. Trash. He's so bad. Awful. I mean, I mean like, he dropped 32. Uh, currently, the, the Clippers are five and a half games back of the one seed. I don't think they're going to make a run in these. The Clippers have played 64 games, so they have – a couple more games remain the Blazers do. I think it'd be it'd be so funny to see the Lakers all of a sudden just get derailed after having such a great season and the month off just ruins the team. Oh. <laughs> it really could destroy I mean, team chemistry, which is crazy to think. You know, this time off is really testing I mean it's I think it's really testing the teams. I think um we might see – I mean, this could get testy. This could get testy down the stretch. It really could. Uh, I think that it would be interesting to see – I actually think – and I, I mean people are going to hate me for saying this, but I think this could actually turn the world of sports around for a quick second. How so? If you were basically taking a month off um, – Potentially, if you're delaying the MLB opening season, because they were in the middle of spring training, mm-hmm. um, opening days normally in like April. So if you delay spring training and everything by about a month, and you just go as is, um, we potentially could be seeing the MLB, the NHL, the NBA all playing at the exact same time. Um, depending on what the XFL wants to do, you could also see the XFL in there. Um, along with uh, other sports that would be happening as well. I think this could really rejuvenate the sports world. I think that this is a blessing in disguise when we look back on it. We're going to hate the fact that there's no sports, but at the same time, everyone's going to be itching for sports so much that that if we get the influx that would schedule to happen, this could boost viewership across the board. I think you might see people branching out, trying to view like other sports right now. But when the big ones come back, you're going to have everyone to flood back into it. Everyone's going to want to like go back into sports mode. You're, I think you could see an influx in gambling. People have been gambling so much, right? Having so much fun with it that they're going to be itching to want to get getting back into it. I mean, this potentially could be a positive. And I'm trying really hard to find positives right now because there it is so sudden... sad and depressing if you just let yourself go down that road with the world of sports right now. We have I mean, nothing. We we really don't. It's to the point where, you know, 
I gotta, I gotta give my girl more attention now because you know she. <laughs> she <laughs> and by and by girl we mean our Xbox. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because... I mean, like you know, I got, I got connections. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I mean, I, don't tell my Xbox though. You yeah, know. you know, <laughs> but like I mean, this is this is really a time where it's make or break. If if the sports world comes back and the viewership is still down, I don't know if it'll ever return. But I truly think this could be a great thing for sports. We are going to be in the midst of, depending on what the MLB wants to do with their season, if we're pushing back a month, uh, in they're pushing back a month in general, we could see uh, baseball all the way into December when the next NBA season would normally start. Um, whew, we could be seeing uh, potentially the NBA playing all the way into the month of June. June or March or June or July, a time where normally it's just baseball is dominating the sports world. Um, I think that we could potentially be seeing uh, golf. You know, golf, <laughs> golf shut down in the middle of a tournament this week. So um, today is Friday. Yesterday was the opening round of what they call the players. It's like basically the fifth major, but it's not an official major. Uh-huh. It's like where all the great players go, and they, they play in Florida at this place called Sawgrass. It's called the Stadium Course. It's pretty cool. They shut down in the middle of a tournament. <laughs> they just decided, yeah, we're, we're not going to go through with it. And then they postponed the Masters. The Masters. The greatest tournament of, of golf. Mm. The most beautiful golf. thing. Yes. Golf. And when we <laughs> we the Masters is unprecedented. Retweet. I mean, personally I, I don't care about So golf, potentially but, potentially but I mean, I've I've heard rumbles it. that we might get the Masters in like uh in the fall. Oh shit. Potentially the Masters after so in, in the golfing world there's uh four majors. The mm. uh the Masters, the British, the PGA, and uh the U.S. Open. The U.S. Open is normally in July, and like the Open is in, I think, end of June. The PGA is in March or in May, and uh, the Masters is normally in April. Well, you throw the Masters away, which they said they're postponing. Um, no one's really 100% sure what that means. But I think you could be seeing the month of September could be critical. Well, I mean, all that's going to happen, but <laughs> I've just been thinking this entire time. With all these sports overlapping, there's going to be, you know, um, just an overflow of sports as well. So, like, you know, there's going to be a, the Olympics if they end up going. You're going to have summer basketball. <laughs> But like, also, I mean, no one's no one really cares about summer league. Well, I mean, no one really cares. I did when Lonzo and Zion were playing. Zion played in one summer league game. Let's calm still, down. Still, I don't think. Still, I tuned into that mobile. Zion, our uh, Lonzo won the NBA summer league. No one cared. No one cared. Hey, Portland, twenty eighteen summer league <laughs> champs, baby! Don't mess with us. I'm telling you, Gary Trent. 
Real deal. Okay, but, All right, like, but... <laughs> let's be honest. No one cares about the Summer League. People care about the professional sports leagues. The real things that are happening, not like the first and second year NBA game. Although, this year, I will say, this year could be the most important NBA Summer League there ever is. Because no one got to see a March Madness tournament, right? Yeah, so they're March Madness is canceled completely. Done. Exactly. They NBA said, at least has done. a chance to like come back. They haven't just completely can't. And, and March something, Madness something, wasn't uh, postponed. It was canceled. They're done. Something Which, that I thought was interesting is like reverse course. Like you can reverse course. Like play the NCAA tournament whenever you feel it's appropriate. Let the guys get like their like shots and training practice in. But like don't cancel I didn't like reverse course. You can reverse course. I know that the arenas and stuff uh, would have to be rebooked. And instead of that, instead you could play uh, essentially what the uh, NCAA women's tournament does for like the first few rounds where they play uh, campus games mm-hmm. and like the number the higher seed hosts that area of the regional. Which makes sense. I think that it would make it harder for upsets to happen, but I mean, it's still the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it's still just as important. I think you would still see teams wanting to show out, wanting to prove themselves. Um, I think, I pray, Mark Emmerich takes a look at this and says, "You know, maybe we don't ruin NCAA sports for this year because I mean, they canceled spring sports as well, unfortunately." And Which makes sense. I mean, it makes sense because spring sports were just starting and you can't. It's better to just completely shut them down I heard, they I heard, already I heard rumors that the only reason they're shutting everything down is because they don't want to get sued if someone ends up dying from this. Um, I think that's a big reason. Oh, are you why talking about if somebody contracts the disease while like yeah, during the tournament? During the tournament and during like stuff like that. Oh, they, what, what? Really? They, it's not from a moral standpoint? No, it's not from a moral standpoint. Wow, on, dude, the NCAA is a business. They don't care. Oh wow, I could have sworn they cared about. I thought these boomers cared about these kill uh, these children. No, no, no. The these boomers, youngins. Let's be honest. The boomers don't care about the children because they know the children. Most most of the people that are dying from the virus are older people. <laughs> children, generally speaking, especially like athletes. And, like, younger people aren't dying from the disease. They'll carry the disease, mm-hmm. but they aren't dying from the disease. Well, most, they're still... Most of the people that die in the United States right now are 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. The, the higher age range. Well, the thing with the virus also is that you're more immune to it, like, if you're a smoker. So, like, you know, with... Uh, you, huh? You're immune to it or prone to it? Prone, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Just wanted Sorry. to help you out there, man. Yeah. Didn't want to spread <laughs> any false we, we fake trying news. To, we aren't trying to publicize smoking, man. We're not like, yeah. go smoke a cig, man. Yeah, man. That, I mean, that's the opposite of what we want to promote, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think I think it's interesting that the um, NCAA board is probably almost all boomers. and like, Of course they are. If they had a tournament, they would probably force to go to it. Because that's boomer mentality. No, not like forced to go to it, but like you know, the normally the NCAA selection committee and the the board of presidents goes to like the national championship games and stuff like that, and like mm-hmm. someone has to present the awards and stuff. They don't want to die. <laughs> Come on, man, this is a selfish act. This isn't. This isn't. 
this isn't uh, based off of trying to keep the kids safe because they know most of the kids are probably going to be okay. This is this is a a save my save my butt type deal. Fair enough. Um, wow, that's that's funny. You know what I was thinking about with all this March Madness stuff is how about seniors that are playing in the tournament? I like actually, Pritchard, I, I actually saw you know, today the um not not obviously not winter sports, but anyone that uh, plays a spring sport, they're going to grant them an extra year of eligibility. And I saw they were gonna. I saw. I think I saw a tweet today that said that they were gonna look into uh, eligibility for people who played winter sports and didn't get to play in any postseason tournaments and stuff like that. This goes for spring sports too. Spring sports is for sure. Winter sports they were looking at. They I, hadn't made a decision on winter sports as of I think the last time I looked. Well, I think you, they it, should. You know how interesting it would be if they granted people who didn't get to play in the winter tournaments uh, an extra year of eligibility. People already say Peyton Pritchard's been at Oregon for like 20 years. <laughs> it's felt like it. I mean, ever since they, him, Dylan Brooks, and Mr. March himself, Tyler Dorsey, took the Ducks to the Final Four in 2017, which feels like an eternity, an eternity ago. Man, you it's don't, almost... need, don't need to bring up sad memories of the fact that Jordan Bell couldn't grab a rebound. Oh, Such a tragedy, dude. Come on, man. You didn't have to do that, man. You didn't have to hurt us like that. I, but I, I had to, bro. This is a reality. <laughs> We're facing a virus. The virus don't care about our feelings, <laughs> huh? Does it? Nah, not really. Yes, this. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. So, I think Peyton. Do you think he's do you gonna think, end up? Do you think seniors going. would come back for an extra year? Because depending on how well they did, these are these are four year students who know they probably have a good chance. Of playing in the tournament, like guys who like Peyton Pritchard who led Oregon, or like um, a guy fucking monster, yeah, or, or like or like people who have been four year players and were set to go play in the NCAA tournament, and like you think like mid major schools kids would take advantage of that extra year of eligibility. I'll see why not. Honestly, like. If you know you're not going pro and you still want to play... Or even have the slightest bit of chance. Or, like, you you think you can go pro, but, like, you're not for sure the NBA is actually going to draft you and you're probably going to end up going overseas. Mm-hmm. Why not just take an extra year of college? See, my thing is... Well, well, like, my only problem with the March Madness tournament being completely shut down is that some players... And, you know, this is a small percentage of players, but, you know, some players only get drafted because because of the performance they put on during yeah, the Yeah, think, think about like, um, like uh RJ Hunter. RJ Hunter RJ when he Hunter, was on Georgia State. Georgia State had a killer March Madness tournament yeah. and then got drafted by or by the Boston Celtics. I mean in the 2013 I, I saw I saw a funny tweet today about the fact that uh the New York Knicks have two first round picks. And someone was like, this would be the year that the Knicks have two first-round picks and then the conference tournaments get shut down and the NCAA tournament gets shut down and we're definitely going to draft a bust this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I think it's true, though. I, mean, I think the NCAA tournament really brings out the best in some of these players and really showcases their talents. Yeah. And so not having it almost makes it a little bit harder on draft scouts because that's mm-hmm. a lot of – that's I mean, that's extra tape they don't get to watch. And the, keep in mind, this is like 
the highest of stakes. Like, loser goes home. Like, let's like, be honest. If RJ Hunter never played at Georgia State in the tournament and didn't hit that buzzer beater, do you think we would even know his name? No. There's there's 0%. like a 0% chance. But he showed out in the tournament. He showed how good he was. Okay, think about this. Like, John Morant was great at Murray State. Do uh-huh. you think if he didn't play in the tournament, he would still be the second pick in the draft? I'd say he'd be top 10, top 15. Yeah, I think I think the NCAA know, the, tournament can really showcase it highly how, inf- how really good you are. It really influences the hell out of who who picks you. You know, who you like what position you get picked. Like Taco Fall. Like homie was I mean like homie's just Huge, like he's seven, uh, but, seven, six. But on uh, like they UCF, still, they almost still, still they almost beat Duke. They almost beat Duke. I mean, like he showed how good of a defensive yeah, player he can yes, be. Yes, Taco Fall fell, uh, fouled out within the last what forty seconds, last minute of the Duke uh, game, and I think if he didn't get called for that outrageously dumb foul. That the ref called, UCF would have made it to the next round. I mean, granted, Duke got exposed, and I mean Zion Bre- got hit. Break- breaking news: Zion Williamson says he's going to cover the salaries for uh, the arena workers for the Pelicans for the next thirty days during the NBA hiatus. Holy! That is a bold move from a rookie. From a rookie, I mean, he definitely has a that lot r- of rookie money. Of the year. Goes, there goes rookie of the year. John Murray thought it. he had it. John, come on, John's got to respond now. I want <laughs> he gonna be like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a have everybody's salaries covered for the next forty five days, and then Zion's gonna be like, I have everybody's salaries covered for the next sixty days. What do you think about? So, okay, I'm going to pose a scenario to you. Go um, for it. During all this drama, the coronavirus, everybody shutting down their leagues. If a team suddenly fired their coach in the middle of it, and it probably wouldn't get as publicized, <laughs> do you think that's a good move to do it when everyone's in chaos? Oh, definitely. I mean, I'd rather do... I, I, so so Grand Canyon University, all obviously my all. Oh father, no, no! Fired don't Dan say, Marley no. yesterday. <laughs> they fired him in the middle of all of this. No, I thought it was a great move. My goat, Dan Marley. <laughs> okay, he's a horrible coach. I I know that a lot of people like sit around and like from GCU are like, oh my god, how can we lose Dan Marley? Dan Marley was so good to us. He sucked. We were two and eleven against the best team in the conference. We didn't make the NCAA tournament in the seven years that he was there. Uh, the offense was not good, and we couldn't rebound. So <laughs> just a little tidbit throwing in there. I think timing is everything. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I actually learned my brother texted me about it mm. before I actually knew. I think in the midst of all this chaos, people are going to start getting away with some of these things where the they're lesser known. And in the middle of all this chaos, you can kind of just throw it in there and be like, oh, well, you guys didn't really see it because we did it in a time where everyone was freaking out about everything. True, true that. Hey, real quick. So with Zion donating all his money, I mean, not all his money, but like, you know, his, uh, some of his money to uh, cover 
everybody like all the smoothie well, smoothie king center yeah smoothie king center workers uh salaries are the pelicans gonna do something about this because i that's I mean, my th- that's my I thing th- that i thought I, was kind of interesting it's, kinda, it's like um don't you think it's kind of messed up how these billionaire owners are like nah we're not gonna pay these i fools. Uh, <laughs> i saw but, something you know, today about whole foods the whole food ceo said oh. that um said that uh, people with long vacation hours should cover uh, other employees who get sick and run out of vacation hours rather than him saying he would cover it himself. Can you believe the greed in some of these people? These crackers, man. Hey, my employees got sick and, you know, they have to be out. I'm going to drain other employees' vacation hours rather than just give it to them. I mean, that's that's business for you. He's a boomer. Definitely oh, a boomer. Oh, yeah, he, he definitely looks like a boomer. <laughs> he looks like a boomer that'd be like, if he just saw you sick, he'd be like, oh, get away from me, you, you scum. It's just, it, it's, it's bogus seeing, like, uh, you know, watching, like, some companies or, like, some organizations and billionaires like without hesitation be willing to donate money to people who are you know really caused from this uh, from this virus and then others who are that don't really care and like still the show's going like you know Joel Olstein the pastor in Houston yeah 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 he said f all that corona stuff i'm we still we still doing that uh, that sunday service baby and i'm like wow with and like his his arena, uh, gosh, I mean, I mean, I think I think it's a interesting thing for people to still want to hold big events. I think that, like me and you, are hanging out right now, obviously doing our podcast, but like we're not like sitting here trying to like fifteen fifty two thousand people it holds. I mean, well, no, weekly attendance is 52,000, but the capacity for the arena is 16,000. So imagine 16,000 people, even though, you know, people have been told, like, not to go in, like, large gatherings. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's definitely something interesting to think about. I think that the world as, as a whole is, is going to go through a lot of changes in the next month. Next month. Um, I say next two to six months, this thing is going to keep on going. Probably. I don't think it's going to keep on going. I think. No, I mean like the concern, not at this level because we're still in the early stages of development. I think, I think depending on response times and how well everything actually gets covered, I think you're looking, in my opinion, I think the next like seven weeks could be kind of bad. But after that, I think it's going to be more of like almost like a paranoia where it's like, Oh, like, well, I don't have it now. Like, am I ever going to get it? And then like, there's going to be like a seven week period that where people are a little bit on the paranoid side. And then I think after that, it's going to be like almost forgotten about. Cause like, think about it this way. Like the, the show the, still got to go on. Yeah. Like right? Ebola, swine flu, Zika, all those things happened. 2012. And, pe- <laughs> and people were like slightly paranoid for like a month or two about like, Oh, like, am I actually like potentially going to get this? But like we've kind of largely forgot about like you like you don't walk up and down the street now like oh like 
I'm afraid I'm going to get swine flu. Like, no, you don't think about that. Like, it's coming gone. Exactly. Plus, if it ever came back or anything, we have we have you know vaccines, uh, cures. You know, although especially with today's, I I understand the panic and I understand people are afraid and stuff. But like, I think that like time heals all wounds. We just gotta be able to get through a small period of time and then reevaluate because I think, I think it's going to be critical to see what happens in the next month. After that, I think you might be able to see smoother weather coming through, you know, in, in the, in the change of the world. I think that we, we definitely are going to be in for a tough month, a tough stretch, but I think over time we'll get back to normal. Yeah, and and going off what you said, you guys, you guys, I'm gonna be honest with you. Fear only, you know, causes you more trouble. And I'm not telling you to be concerned with the situation at hand right now. With like, obviously, we want we want to like we want to take it very seriously. We you know we we are, but and like we obviously want to like have everyone stay safe. Like we want to follow the guidelines. We want to be smart about all this, but like, but at the end of the day, I don't think fear should rule everything that we're doing right now. No, because imagine a life living, you know, just living in fear the entire time. I that's not enjoyable. It's not. I'd much rather go out and enjoy my life. And, and I'm not saying like be reckless, like go out and like, no. do don't, all these things. Don't just like, you know go and lick every like yeah. public transit rail you can possible. I'm Use common sense. Exactly. Like wash your hands multiple times per day. Um, even though you know that doesn't completely like secure everything. Hand sanitizer. You can't that, like that's good. you can't like sit and think like, oh, like if I go out right now, am I gonna get it? Like that's like you have to be able to like be confident enough to be like, I can still go outside and not worry about this. I think the level of worry people have right now is a little bit over the top. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we, we're going to kind of wrap up here and say, like, I personally want to say in my wrap up statement, like, I believe in the world. I believe that we can get through this, but I still like... Obviously, like, I care about each and every person that is in my life. And even people that, like, aren't in my life. Like, I generally, like, want people to prosper. And, like, I don't want people to worry about this. Um, there's an appropriate level of worry. And then there's an inappropriate level of worry. And, like, I just I, – I'm praying for everyone's safety. I want everyone to stay safe. But at the same time, like, let's not go over the top, you know? And as my – just end of this podcast i believe in modern medical technology and i'm you know just be aware of your surroundings if you see like a chinese person don't just assume they have the coronavirus yeah it's horrible that's fucked up and hella racist and hella ignorant um and i'd probably slap you on the street if i see you doing that so yeah uh thank, thank you thank you all for listening thank you all for listening to our rant you uh, know uh, emergency emergency yeah, yeah defcon 3 or something like that we're not quite to defcon 5 let's not get crazy people yeah but yeah. like you know 
just hold on. We're going home. <laughs> whatever, whatever that means. All right. Thank you. Big dog stay on the porch. Load of whistle.